recent episodes you told women to stay home and quit their job but you did give some exceptions you were not clear why were you not more specific can you please be more specific yeah please be specific with this script <laughs> <laughs> was that me or you why are you staring at me uh, just, it doesn't sound like anything i would say i'm just messing around no um so the predominant story in American culture right now is women not getting married, then they work um, to get the uh, degree, probably a master's degree, possibly a doctorate or something. And so by the time they're 25, 28, then they get they start their career. And then we can't get married and have kids because I have my career I need to build pay after, after student I, loans. Hey, I got to pay off my student loans and start this career that I just spent, you know, four to 10 years in school for. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they're 30, they've passed over all of their best childbearing years. And now into their 30s where maybe they start to look for a husband or something, look for a husband or realize that they've kind of skipped over this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's just, that's the story that happens a lot. And so when Christian leaders or pastors or whoever, and I've heard tons of them, our pastor here is very, um, very well articulated on this topic is that, yeah, women need to be told like, no, stay home. You need to get married. You need to build families and stay home. And it's just because it's the complete opposite of what of, of the other narrative, right? Well, it's because it's biblical. And it's biblical. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, um, I mean, the Bible says women need to be homeward focused and right. it calls women the managers of the home. Right. And that's a specific word used by Paul in the pastoral epistles that they are the home manager or the home executive, mm -hmm. which I don't think a lot of husband and wives take serious enough i'm happy that you love doing it i love that a lot i'm happy I, that you're happy that i love doing it yeah and it relieves me of a lot of pressure like i even being the head of the home it doesn't mean i have to you know be very interested in exactly how a bookshelf is set up or how you decorate or what you know meals you have planned for the rest of the week because you are the home manager you know um, my job is to go work and provide so that you can do your job to provide you to fill the cupboards and to fill the house and fill the closets with good things. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that is my job as the head of the home. And then you as the home manager sets everything up and, and does the stuff here. Now, when we were referring to this topic, we, we were I'm trying to remember exactly how we were talking about it, but it was in context of something. Mm -hmm. And I think it was looking at the world and how crazy it was. What would you encourage Christians to do? By and large, if you could speak to women, that's the cat flushing our toilet. It's not us. Promise. I don't know if you can hear that. But yeah, <laughs> um, that's, I don't know why our cat likes doing talented, that. That's our talented cat. <laughs> he just does that periodically. Um, it's weird. The by and large, 
if we want culture to change, mm-hmm. women just need to stay home is what we said. Right. And we did make exceptions and we did say that doesn't mean that women can't ever work. Right. We don't think it's always a sin. And we didn't get super specific because it's not our place to be super specific, to be really honest with you. I don't know everyone's situation. We have friends who are in really weird situations that like I would have never even thought of as an exception, but because right. I know them, I, I know that that's an exception. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So if you were to say, here are the five exceptions, and then a sixth person comes along and says, well, what about this? And exactly. they don't meet that criteria. I don't want to, I don't want to shut someone out. Well, I think this is why in a lot of places, the Bible is sort of vague or kind of leaves you hanging is because as Christians, we are supposed to live by wisdom Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to study the scripture, grow in our understanding, grow in spiritual understanding and wisdom, and, and then apply that wisdom in those circumstances that principle come up yeah so you Mm -hmm. take the principle so you have a certain situation where someone is sick or someone gets laid off or something happens and for a time the the wife can work or work from home right can or do something right and i think we even said like i don't have any problem with women even when they do have kids and stuff working from home if it doesn't take and detract Mm -hmm. from managing their home there are tons of women who have etsy businesses or they do daycare in their home or whatever. That's great. And actually I think Proverbs 31 outlines women like that pretty well. Like, I don't, I think you could argue biblically, that's a great thing. And you should be looking for ways to even build upon the household wealth in those ways. And a strong man is going to be able to notice whether this said job or whatever it is, is taking his wife away from her number one priorities, mm-hmm. right? So a strong man will be able to see that and then be able to speak into it. Right. A good head of his home will notice that. Right. We don't ever want to say like, these are the reasons why you can stay home. And if you don't meet this list, then you're just there's, sinning. Cause there's always an exception too. What were you going to say, Pudi? Oh yeah. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, I think you guys are a spot, spot on. Um, I, I think, I think the problem is that we like, and I think we even do this in the church in, in a lot of ways. I think we just value success backwards. Mm-hmm. And so like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, in terms of, so like when we're looking and thinking of the idea of women and what makes a successful woman, well, first and foremost, a godly woman is successful and a godly woman probably is raising a family to fear God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, um, and so therefore like we, well, that needs to be like, that's more impressive than a woman who's a CEO of a company. It's more empowering. I think we even talked about when we had the uh, biblical manhood and womanhood episodes, we talked about the fact that like, um, it's more empowering for a woman biblically to have raised the family you know what I mean? mm-hmm. like, and to be the, the household manager. It's more fulfilling to them because that's the way they were designed to be. Yep. And I, I realize there's probably a, like women out there who just heard me say that and think that I'm yeah. devaluating and I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm saying, People find we need to start finding the correct fulfillment in the way God has designed us to work, mm-hmm. um, and I and I include men in that. Like men, we all we probably both know guys who are useless hus- husbands. You know what I mean? They don't lead their mm-hmm. homes. They don't and like and what are they not doing? They're not fulfilling what God has commanded them, and and they're not they're not living up to what God has 
given them in their in their lives. I do I do think there are caveats like, um, and I think I think you guys did a great job of handling the idea of like, that's that's a blanket statement, but there are like, there is still those people who like can't have kids, can't you know do do those things, and they they still have another mandate though. So like, if we go back to the garden, what was the mandate? The, the mandate to Adam and Eve was to subdue the earth and multiply well what was yeah. what's multiplication obviously it's kids but it's making disciples who fear god mm-hmm. yeah. and so and if you take that to the great commission the the, the the mandate we all have and it's not separate it's not separate from man and woman the mandate is go therefore and make disciples the go yeah. isn't like go on missions it's th- like therefore go and and like mm-hmm. go as on you missions, go. but i mean yeah. like but as you go about your lives make disciples mm-hmm. so i think there i think there is the caveat for women who can't have kids that mandate doesn't change for them right for for erica and colleen and, and people who do have children that's their primary disciple making effort effort mm-hmm. is to literally make them and then raise them <laughs> but like there are women who don't have that they still need to be able they still need to find ways to make disciples mm-hmm. and one of the ways in the world that we have is if they're working they can interact with people who, to make the, mm-hmm. to make disciples but there are other ways too like women who don't don't have kids can spend time with other kids and and be and like mm-hmm. so i just think i think i think the, the the real key and i think you i think grant when you said about like um a, a good man will will recognize this in in his family is like are is your is your woman if she's having kids or not having kids is she making disciples is she mm-hmm. is she using the gifts that God has given her and all the abilities that God has given her to do that thing. And if she is, that's great. Now I would say, I would say, I want to back up to what you said about in terms of like in our culture where women are like, Oh, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to plan out my life. I would, I would actually say, I would say that's sin. So, cause the uh, James four seventeen, I think it is, says knowing what is right to do and not doing it is sin. Yeah. You have the ability to, have a family and make kids and assuming like it's not it's not simply just i don't god has never given me a spouse and i can't have kids if i don't have a spouse kind of thing. Right. if if you're purposely not doing this thing to achieve this thing over here so mm-hmm. not having a family to have a career i think i think i think it, i think it, our churches need to get firm on the fact that that's sin just yeah. like if a man is not doing not providing for his family or not it's just it's the yeah. same it's the same mm-hmm. kind of thing and i think we need to um that's one of those areas where i think we talked about this on the last episode pastors who have gotten soft a lot of our pastors have gotten soft on women being like like you if you're not producing and i don't know what the number is i don't i'm not going to say you have, <laughs> you have to have 10 kids you have to have five but like um women who aren't doing that or who are managing their lives in a way that it's for their for their own mm-hmm. reasons i think i think we need to start uh, carefully wondering if that's a sinful behavior yeah, or not good. You know i mean and i think mm-hmm. again i'm not i'm not going to say you need to have 10 kids each but i'm, right. I'm yeah but amen for those who do because right. one of the one of the one of the ways the, the gospel will spread i think and i think sorry i'm, I'm going off uh the muslim community shows us something that we that we should actually be emulating it's the muslim community spreads primarily through birth right procreation of children Mm -hmm. and then those kids go out and have a ton of kids and their their population grows to the point where it's it just assimilates like assimilates all the other 
like the Borg. It just takes over mm-hmm. everywhere. Well, that's the mandate in Genesis. In Genesis, is that Christianity? We should be having that many kids, where it's it's fundamentally impossible for us to not dominate the world because we have this many children. Right. And so, like, I think we actually said this other like. If you're at home and you're in quarantine, one of the beauties of being in quarantine <laughs> is you got nothing else to do, people. So get busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so even now, know. movie theaters are closed. Any kind of show, all that kind of, you know, entertainment out there is closed. This this is a this is a perfect time to be like, hey, you know what? We can just not go out at all, and we have yeah. an excuse now. So you know, there's nothing stopping you here. So except in, mm-hmm. in those situations where you don't have kids. So. <laughs> so the answer to this okay. question is no we won't be more specific because to some like you said right. you can't say have 10 kids and then you've done your duty and you can't say if you haven't had kids then you've not done your duty or just no it's not sin for your wife to have a job it might be and it might not I don't know it, that's the thing is like it is a principle that you just have to ask yeah. god and search the scriptures right. for wisdom and then apply the wisdom and to the principle. every case-by-case basis but hootie is right women need to stop being so gosh dang precious and stop just looking for the bare minimum that they have to do Mm -hmm. to feel like they are justified before the lord and start saying this is what i have how can i make the maximum return on this investment that i have i like it max it's good yeah and and we and we need to stop and we need to stop elevating education career status above motherhood yep. and so like we like those things need to be like reversed motherhood is like the pinnacle like um i think probably like we would never say like one thing is better than the other but it would be like mothers are celebrated as career just as much as we would celebrate a yep. woman who's got a got a career um because that's that's more valuable you know what i mean if that if that makes sense and like um yeah, i don't know how to say that any better just i think we, i think we've downgraded what motherhood is yeah mm-hmm. no that's really good that's something that um i've read doug wilson um talk about and some of his stuff is just that in the church all of the men in the church need to need to really praise and uplift motherhood more and um you know when when a woman gets pregnant it's everyone saying what what a glow she has and um you know watching women uh whatever it is corral their kids or whatever they do in all their different mothering duties but to praise her in the gates right like in uh proverbs 31 that needs to happen a heck of a lot more yeah, and, and for the mothers who could have like fifteen kids, keep pumping them out. And if you have to give away some for adoption, like, that's <laughs> totally fine. Like we're fine with that. For the people who can't, ourselves. Uh, so funny. Like, so, and you know, it's not you, just like couples who can't have kids. There are like women who are in seasons of singleness. We know a couple women that are almost thirty years old and single. Yeah. And I can imagine like hearing certain things that we're saying tonight would be super frustrating, right? Like, I want to have kids. I want to be married. Like, yeah, sounds great. And I know I'm called to these things, but I, you know, I missed my window of fertility, like you just said, or whatever. Like, listen, calm down, disciple. Again, huge difference. Sorry, I just have to say this. It's a huge difference between choosing it and following, you know, 
God's God's will and you are serving God and seeking his will through your whole life. Well, and sorry. No, no, that's yeah. good. Uh also um it is God who opens the womb. It is God who gives us the blessing of marriage. Mm-hmm, it's all in God's timing. We're not saying just get married to any Joe Schmo and pump out a bunch of kids and it'll go great for you. Like actually that could be the worst possible thing if you married the wrong person and it's like true. you just start cranking out a bunch of kids. No, what we're saying is you follow God's plan. And then it works out well. Do it that way. Yes. Amen. And in the meantime, God has good works that he's prepared for you. Yep. Walk in them. Yeah. Be busy about kingdom business. Yeah. So. Yeah, 100% agree. I lo- also really love the word, the use of the word cranking. In, in terms of like chopping <laughs> kids, just cranking those kids out. You know, like, you, know, like you said <laughs> pumping. You guys have a lot of machinery terminology for. <laughs> a lot of machine words for uh for, for get about um yeah I, I i think you're i think you're spot on i think i paul paul talks about this in in one of his letters he talks about the idea of like it's actually better if you remain single just for how mm-hmm. much you can do for the kingdom mm-hmm. um i think like what we were talking about in terms of the sin earlier was like there's a total grant you you were hitting on this there's a totally different idea from somebody who's choosing to be barren and somebody who is actually barren right mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like there's no yep. sin in somebody who's barren and being married and even like right. you know have, like having a career somebody who's barren and working mm-hmm. as long as they're still trying to make disciples and still pouring their lives into young young women mm-hmm. there's yeah. no sin there there's a sin though if you're choosing to not produce when right. you could you know what i mean well, and, and like and you're you have the ability partner wise to do so you know what i mean like right and there's there's a lot of the um, there's a lot of people nowadays, the ones who are choosing to be barren, who are still having sex outside of marriage, but on birth control to make sure they don't have kids and have no intentions of getting married and are pursuing the career. Like that is a common, that's a common narrative. So, I mean, that, and that's what we're saying. No, we gotta, right. we gotta act opposite to that. That is not biblical at all. That's anti-Christian thinking. So. Right. And that's, that's exactly that's Paul lists sexual immorality is like right. repeatedly as a as a sin, right? And what is that? Is thinking lowly of sex, right? So like yeah. doing it outside of marriage, thinking you're like for the wrong doing it for the wrong reasons, even though pleasure is a good reason in marriage, but outside of it's not. You know? right. mm-hmm. Like yeah. um, and then yeah, it leads to three thousand babies getting murdered every single day because people would yeah. rather this than mm-hmm. like, that's designed it. So you know, you have to say too that, and I'm not saying the person who asked this question has this heart, but mm-hmm. um, sometimes we can be lulled into a false security thinking, I have the kids, I did the duty, I'm done. Like I was fruitful, quote, so I'm good. You can have a bunch of kids and be raising pagans, right? Yep. And that's not actually being fruitful either. Like you need to raise those saplings up, grow them up into something fruitful. Like that shoot can wither and die or be cut off and thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. So just because you have a kid like does not guarantee that you are actually fruitful either. So I just want to throw that out there. Like I think this is where we get real precious. Like women can get real precious. Like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this thing. I'm struggling with that thing in my parenthood. And we just kind of pat each other on the back and say, no, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not, maybe you need to do a better job and actually like cause that child to become fruitful. And I, it's a work of the Holy spirit, but you might need to be a better yeah. gardener. 
Just yeah. saying. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. I, a comedian I, I saw on YouTube one time said this and it stuck with me. Like uh, he said, it takes, um, we can't, we need to stop celebrating people who just have babies because having a baby doesn't make you a, a parent. A parent is somebody who raises up a child. And then mm -hmm. he was like, he basically made the joke. It takes more effort to order a pizza than it does to have, a, to, to procreate, to make a baby. Mm -hmm. He's like, you can do the one by accident, but you can't order a pepperoni pizza by accident. <laughs> and it's just like, like, that's funny in a very like, crude way but it's like yeah that's true any, any yeah. for lack of better term any fool can have a kid right no it, it takes more than a fool to raise somebody who isn't a fool if that mm -hmm. makes sense yeah um so and I, I i i would love to be in a church um where the older women i don't i i always were, were elderly women in the <laughs> church are, mature is a good way of putting it helping the younger women be better mothers yeah. You know what I mean? Like be better Christians, but be better, be, be better mothers. There's a, there's a reason we're in community. We always talk about this in terms of like sins in our lives. Like, Oh, well, if you're going through a sin in anger there, well, there's somebody else in the church that's been through that. But we're, we're very bad at like just practical living. Like, mm -hmm. well, there's a, there's a guy who his three kids are all now fathers themselves and doing well. He probably has a lot to teach me about fatherhood and we're, and we're not good at, asking for help with things that we think we should know how to do and i think i think mothers again i'm a dude who doesn't have kids but like so take everything i say with a grain of salt but um, I you have the bible at, so own it <laughs> I, I think we're bad and i think mothers particularly are better at seeking out help because there's the stigma of like if a mother doesn't know what to do mm -hmm. other than going to their mom specifically it's it's almost like a shameful thing for like say for instance erica to ask an older lady be like i'm at my wits end with these three kids i don't know what to do mm -hmm. here. how do i help me and like there, there needs to be no no shame there because if mm -hmm. if yep. erica was struggling say with like i don't know some some sin um that having her kids say money. screw you cop <laughs> something like that like um there we would celebrate if she went to an older lady and was like help me here, mm -hmm. you know, maybe like that's the right thing to do right but yet for some reason there's a weird stigma with parenthood where everybody thinks they need to be the experts right away when let's be honest if you're having a kid at 21 you know nothing about the world so yep. like how can you how can you expect to know everything about this god will give you the graces but like one of the graces he gives you is 45 year old women who raise right. their children mm -hmm. right? so yeah um, it's just pride so we got to put that pride to death and I, I, love how, I love how I ran for about 15 minutes and then Grant's like, it's just pride. Like, yeah, that's, I could have I just said, don't be prideful. <laughs> well, do you want to get to Grant's pride? Because the next question is, why can't Grant say women? I do say women. <laughs> or women. Pootie, how do you say women? Women. 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 Yeah, so I kind of say it like, so people say like, there's a woman, so like W O M N E, how is I and I say whim, I say whim N. Yeah, that's right. Women. Yeah. Women. Grant mm -hmm. says women like lemon. I make fun of him all the time. I don't I don't understand. I point I it out every time too. I love that this Cal is a question. I was raised in California. Women. Well, women. I explained so much about you. Women. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Just you wait, booty. Just you wait. <laughs> oh, that's so good. 
that's funny. Okay. I'll just blame California. Here's that's, a serious that's one. That's an easy, that's a low-hanging fruit. I think that was just okay. a jab more so than an actual question. But okay. I appreciated it, so I used it. Um, Sounds good.